Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walking to a Bar. I'm Sean O. Fernius. So, you want to give out our information before we get started, Fern? Sure, sure. All right, so here we go. Um, so, we have a lot of topics to cover, so we want to make sure we get this out of the way real quick. So, on Twitter, you can reach us at PNL Podcast. That's the letter P, letter N, letter L Podcast. On Facebook, our page is called A Progressive and a Libertarian Walking to a Bar. Via email, it's a pnlpodcast at gmail.com. It's the letter P, letter N, letter L, podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, we're on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Alexa, Echo, Stitcher, Apple, SoundCloud, and soon to be on, is it Play FM, FM Play? One of yeah, those, something uh, like other that. services that are... Yeah, we're trying to get on all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. All right. So, I'm uh, I'm still drinking on... Uh, for, I, I haven't finished my bottle of... Uh, uh, agave uh, spirits from Green Bar Distillery, and I want to chase it down with a with a little bit of uh, uh, the War on Sobriety from Frogtown. So, gotta gotta yeah. pass the time while you're on quarantine. Mm-hmm. So That's we right. figured we do. I don't, I don't know if you call it a lighter podcast, but we're going to talk about the uh, the conspiracy theories behind it, all the crazy shit I'm I'm reading online because I've been known to read some conspiracy theories. And it's amazing how many conspiracy theories do actually come true, but you know, here it is. So, Let's bring it. Uh, what do you want to talk about a little bit before that? Um, I just want to give some context to where we're at right now. So, as of today, April seventh, there have been uh, over ten thousand deaths in the U.S. so far. We had about twelve hundred deaths today. Um, if, if my one of which correct. was the great John Prine. Yes, which I'm sad to hear. Here he's gone. Yep, and the White love that House. guy. Another national treasure. Mm-hmm. And and the White House has said that this week is going to be incredibly tough. And next week is also being uh, incredibly tough in terms of the number of deaths that are going to be happening. Um, and also, um, we are seeing some, hopefully, some light at the end of uh, the tunnel. Um, it looks like maybe New York and maybe California are starting to flatten the curve a little bit. We don't want Indiana to be, as well. We yeah, but we don't want to be overly optimistic um, because uh, the the flattening the curve depends on the number of tests or I'm sorry, number of new cases being added, and that could be a factor that's related to the actual number of tests that are being done and processed. Yeah. So if those aren't yes, being indeed. done, those aren't being processed, um, then it's really hard to say that we're flattening the curve. We're just not having the data. Might be another another issue. Yeah. So yeah. that so that that's where we're at. Everybody's trying to make their own masks, fabric masks, or make whatever mask they can get, whether it's N95s from eBay from China, or the Korean version of the masks, or even some sort of alternative. Like you can get like full uh, half uh, mask, half face uh, respirators, full on with cartridges that stick on the side, like real duty, uh-huh. heavy duty, reusable masks. So yeah, that's where I- we're at. Yeah, we are. We're we're in a time because uh, today I had a uh, I put on a mask, but it's not one of the uh, medical grade masks. So I put a bandana around my face. I look like a um, you know old school bandit, and I had to go to the bank today to drop off some money to make the house payment. And I walked into the bank looking like that, and you know it was normal. <laughs> so <laughs> so you know when you can walk into the bank looking like a bandit, you know you know you're in strange times. I said I'm here to make a deposit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to the conspiracy theories and oh what, what else oh well i was just yeah say so the conspiracy theory oh, so, sorry so i was gonna say it'd be really interesting it would be a really interesting t- story to tell or a joke actually to talk about like so there's a blind guy that walked into a bank wearing a bandana 
and I'm, and I'm sure I'm sure there's a much there's a punchline somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> About a libertarian walks into a bank. <laughs> a, blind, a blind libertarian. Walks yeah, into yeah. A bank. Blind libertarian walks into a bank with a bandana on his face. Did he know he was there? <laughs> oh man. So my right, my, right, the, right. my the newest conspiracy theory I read today was um, that idiot. Uh, What's his face? Um, Rush Limbaugh is saying that Dr. Fauci, Fauci is, uh, uh, I think it was a Hillary supporter or a Democrat that's just trying to take Trump down with all of his scary uh, things he's saying. So, right. th- so leave it to Rush Limbaugh to come up with something like that. What you got to say about that's, that? Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> well, that, 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 that it's dumb. Yeah, um, dumb as fuck. You know, like... Uh, I've been I've been watching Fauci just like everybody else has been watching Fauci and mm-hmm. trying to take everything that he says because uh, he, he he gives generally sober, clear um, responses to questions. Um, he but well, he does Trump talk about it a lot. Yeah, exactly. when Trump allows and, it, yeah. So and you're, you're talking about that incident a couple was it yesterday? Well, there was another one today. I think. Asked Fauci. Yeah. What, so. So the one the one yesterday was somebody asked Fauci, uh, "What do you think about this hydroxychloroquine?" Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently Trump said, "Why do you keep asking this? He's been asking you've been asking this fifteen times. He's answered this fifteen times. You don't have to answer that. Don't answer that." So he mm-hmm. didn't. And that's the kind of bullshit that Trump is trying to push onto people, and that Fauci is trying to clean up. Mm-hmm. And that's what we that's what we've come to expect from him. So he's respectable, um, and I can see why somebody like Rush Limbaugh would want to. Uh, um, just really t- well, try to um, couch him as being a deep state operative uh, who's there to bring down Trump. That's yeah. dumb. He, yeah. he, Trump, Trump chose him. Trump chose him. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So there's that yeah. dumb one. Uh, now, another one I had right. heard is the Chinese are saying that the U.S. Uh, planted the virus there to cause all the problems. Yeah. And so the, the Chinese aren't trying to take responsibility for the fact that, you know, how horribly they, they lied about things. And, you know, when the guy, when their first doctor said something about it and he disappeared and shit like that. So they're just completely not taking responsibility for how hard they dropped the fucking ball and trying to pawn it off on us. I just, I just want to expose a quick parallel between the U.S. and the Chinese government in that regard. Um, that the government's so both full you mentioned shit. that well and and in fact uh what they were trying to do to cover this up so so i i don't know the chinese doctor's name the one that tried to expose this and yeah was i arrested, can't and went back to the hospital and then died he was in his 30s um so the government essentially tried to silence him or punished him for speaking out against something that he be- believed was a, a real danger and likewise um there was that uh general that captain that was fired recently this past week oh yeah also yeah, having yeah. spoken out um against uh, or about the issues that essentially his, the, his superiors weren't paying attention to his crew members being stuck in very close quarters yeah and ha- having tested positive for COVID 19 and being essentially a situation that's made that's that's perfect for for inspent infection to to happen very 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 quickly the spread in in, this, in, a, in a ship like that with that many people, it's going to happen. And he was fired. Yeah, I heard. I heard because I heard a couple of things about it. That that yeah, obviously he didn't follow the the line of command. 
but he he sent it as an email or something like that that was not a secure channel when he did it and is why they were particularly upset about it but the you know uh the thing i heard is when that uh oh fuck who was it the uh, the the guy from the navy the, the, the yeah the secretary of the, the navy the one that fired him yeah. you, you notice from yeah. the clip when when he said that you heard one of the sailors go you know blurt out some expletives you know about it yeah you know because yeah. so yeah. you know i thought well he's cursing like a sailor you know that like he should be you know and, <laughs> and and you know the fact of the matter is it showed that the the people on on the ship appreciated what he did he they know he had their back and that's that's what you, right. you know as a soldier or or a, a sailor or a marine or anything like that you want to have the trust that that the people above you have you your best uh best intentions towards you and and have your have your back otherwise i mean who, who the fuck's going to go into battle with somebody uh that that doesn't have your back you know that's not it's not a good way to run a military so yeah right. that that's that's just crazy so yeah i love it and, that 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 guy screamed that out you know yeah like what and, the fuck uh, just to just to put a, n- a nice bow on it um his uh, his name was thomas modley the acting navy secretary so he was recorded actually talking shit about the captain that he fired, and um, he has, as of today, resigned for for having been yeah uh, yeah he uh, resigned for, for being shit. a dick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, n- next conspiracy theory. Oh, next conspiracy that it came from a bat, and I don't know if that's really oh. a conspiracy, but yeah, a lot of people are saying it came from a bat. And this and that, and really, it doesn't matter where the fuck it came from. I mean, viruses mutate. And that's just the fact of the matter. Viruses can mutate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter where the fuck it came from. You know, uh, it, you know the fact of the matter is they can mutate, and that's just the general nature of the thing. So people are making this big p- production that it, you know came from this fucking bat or something like that. I don't know what why people are there's trying to a, make such a big deal out of it coming from a bat. There's um, uh, would be better if it came from a frog that, or a turtle. There's there's also talk that it might have actually come from a pangolin instead of a bat, or maybe maybe the interaction between the two. A what? Um, but uh, a pangolin, it's like an armadillo but longer. Oh. And the, it's it's also got scales on it. Huh. Um, the the issue is with is that with both of these kinds of animals, they're at these wet markets in China, and I'm sure like there's wet markets all over the world. Um. Yeah, but the issue there is that the, because the conditions are so filthy, like where these animals are kept in cages, oh. um, slaughtered and cut up and butchered for meat, for, um, so the, those filthy conditions is what leads to the the mixing of these viruses, to the cross contamination of viruses, oh. or the cross breeding of, of viruses. There was something about Ebola and a bat too, because I remember some guy saying, "I'm going to keep eating bat," and he was over there eating a bat wing, so that oh, that e- Ebola was. Uh, <laughs> from a bat too that some people were saying yeah so, there's yeah. that so, I'm, I'm, yeah okay no so, and then, i'm not sure it's so much of a conspiracy as more of like yeah. a, a scientific I, theory that uh, i don't know if it's conspiracy or uh uh an idea somebody had now another conspiracy is because i think in wuhan there's like a bio lab there and mm-hmm. um that the virus escaped from there and i saw an article someplace and i, I forgot to save it to see where the hell it was from that somebody had just said that the U.S. there was a scientist in the U.S. that sold that virus to that lab, so mm. I, I have to look more into that to see, have to fact check that because 
uh, I don't know if, you know, uh, um, scientists are just running around selling viruses. That didn't sound too, too, uh, too correct to me. But, I mean, I could see how something could pop out of a lab, you know. I mean, there's people that say that that's how Lyme disease got here. Uh, is because of that, you know, popped out of a lab. Um, mm-hmm. It 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 really reminds me of this that Stephen King movie, The Stand, and it's kind of ironic that they just remade The Stand and they were going to release it fairly soon. Uh, mm-hmm. You know about a pandemic. I think they called it Mister Smiley. It was a flu like thing. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg plays like Mother Abigail, and I think think uh, I think uh, Marilyn Manson's going to play uh, play. Um, the trash man on it. So I was, re- I was really looking forward to it, but right now it'd probably be creepy as fuck to watch it. Did you, did you watch the original recently? The watch what? The original? Or no, not recently. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about it. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's a mini series. So I'd like, I'd, I'd like to watch it again. It's, it's a good show. I, I wasn't particularly fond of the end, uh, but I heard in the new one, Stephen King re reworked the end. So I'm kind of open for that because I really didn't like the end. Well, if you do watch it, I'd love to hear your your experience, your your reaction yeah. to it. Yeah, so, so yeah, it, it, might... it is freaky to watch pandemic movie like yeah. in a pandemic. I remember at the very beginning of the show, all the scientists dead on the floor and they're playing "Don't Fear the Reaper." I was like, "Oh man, this is creepy as fuck." <laughs> so, oh man, oh, yeah, man. yeah. So, uh, well, a, a quick a quick bit of good news, real quick before this conspiracy. Um, as of yesterday, L.A. had the cleanest air in the world in terms of large urban cities. <laughs> that is good. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, that, that is a Isn't fucking that... trip. We're Let's not see. driving. Millions yeah, of man. people aren't driving. Yeah, shit. Let, let me see if I have any other conspiracies here. Let's see here. Did you have any other stories where I look up my other conspiracy? Um... Just real quick, uh, oh, it's like one of, one, of the, one of these thoughts that I had. I was, I was going to save it to them, but it's a good place to drop it. So, um, as I'm sure you're, you've experienced, as I'm sure a lot of the people listening um, are experiencing, if you're being responsible, you're staying at home, you're not uh, going out, you're staying away from your friends, from family, loved ones, people that you want to see, because you know you don't want to get the coronavirus and you don't want to give it to them in case you do have it, uh, which means that we're separated from them and. By the time all this is over and the time by the time we can all get together and actually be able to be with those people, grab dinner with them, have a beer with them, hug them, kiss them, maybe we'll spend time with them closely. You know, that that level of uh, intimacy that, you know, like that we're so used to and that we've really honestly taken for granted and that we're having to uh, push aside for the sake of you know our lives. Um it's going. It's we just didn't realize exactly how important that was, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to be honest to to hug my family members when I see them, to hug my little nephews, all of them, yeah, and yeah, be able yeah. to lift them up. And I'm 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 sure everybody has a story about somebody they want to see, and we're all we all we're all going to hear stories like that about you know those reunions that we're going to be having. And it'll be a beautiful moment. Uh, for yeah, a lot of people, it'll be it sad be moments. Nice. It'll be a lot of Instagram um, moments, for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And, and there'll be also a lot of sad moments, too, with people reuniting after a loved one that has passed. But um, it'll be good to be reunited again, physically yeah. close. All right. All right, so now this is, I guess, the finale of the conspiracies here. Because, you know, like I said, I like to I like to listen to conspiracy theories. And I've listened to a lot of crazy shit. 
And one of the things old Alex Jones would talk about is how you know, like when the uh, when the Ebola virus came around, that the government was going to use the Ebola virus to take your civil liberties. And, you know, the the I think it was the IMF and everything was going to impose a one world currency because of this and that and everything else. And I'll be damned if it wasn't the, the World Trade Organization or the IMF or something like that said that, you know, because the world's economy is crashing, they want to they think it'd be a good idea to impose that. Um, and the fact that, you know, you know, some, some, you know, like obviously China really cracked down on things, you know, and, Mm -hmm. uh, because some people are being so irresponsible that the government probably is going to crack down on, on things and people are going to lose some civil liberties. And once the government does these kind of things, you know, as we've seen, like with, you know, like with, in the South Korea and stuff, they were used the phones to track people to see if, uh, who, who infected who and all this different stuff, like who was around the area. The fact that they, people are kind of sweeping under the carpet that the government has this technology to tell where everybody was at any point in time. And those uh -huh. are things that Alex Jones talked about, you know, back in the day and everybody called him a lunatic for it. Now, he, a lot of the shit he did say was pretty loony, like gay frogs and, you know, uh, Obama and Hillary Can't smelling trails. like sulfur because they were demons and shit like that. Mm. But, mm. you know, I think he was dead on with that. And I assume somebody probably fed him some good information uh, and uh, at some point in time, you know, uh, well, just Snowden, because he said some Snowden crazy talked shit. About that. Huh? Who did too? S S Snowden talked about that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Snowden. Edward I mean, Dan, Snowden. Our yeah. man Dan Carlin talked about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and like the fact that you know Pete, they're talking about that one world currency, and when it when when that does happen at some point in time, you know, it's they're going to have it'll be a digital currency, I'm sure. So they'll be. You know, you'll be taxed on everything you do. Like if you loan me money and I pay you back, there's going to be taxes on that. They're going to tax the shit out of us. So whether it's conspiracy theory or not, uh, I don't. I don't really look at it as conspiracy theory. I think it's 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 the 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 governments are going to take advantage of any bad situation. And you know, an epidemic mm -hmm. at some point in time is always a potential. So they plan for those kind of things, and they're going to use this to their benefit. That's why I really another reason I really wish people would fucking behave and be responsible to not give the government that kind of fucking motivation to do something like that because we will not get those civil liberties back. Anything that they take from us. They just don't do it. Well well we don't we don't know we don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. And especially well in the in the US I think under a Republican um president, I think that'd be hard. And also Trump is more interested in taking your money than taking your rights. I think. That what? So I think Trump is more interested in taking your money than taking your your rights. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. But then you know, there's a lot of Republicans that sure as shit don't mind taking rights. I mean, I think the I think the Republicans and Democrats are equal on that. You know, I don't think, you know, George Bush and Obama were basically the same. You know, they both they both really fucked up the Fourth Amendment horribly and and stuff like that. So, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it, it to me that that's some scary shit right there. That those are the theories that scare the piss out of me, not that batshit stuff. Well, but. right right now again, um, I, I don't I don't see Trump taking anybody's rights away. If anything, he's, he's he is making life harder for a lot of people. Mm. He is making sure a lot of people don't get medical supplies. He's making sure that his friends are getting wealthy and that he's making money off this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, but so far, I haven't seen. I mean, he, yeah. you could argue that he's taking people's right to live 
well or to get uh, proper medical treatment. Well, yeah, on, on that medical part, I was, you know, like I said, I had to pick up my mom's medicine and, you know, I was trying to get everything done on one day. But, of course, they uh, the insurance companies wouldn't pay for the medicine till tomorrow. So I have to go back out. Mm-hmm. And if they're trying to keep people inside, I don't see the fucking point of the insurance companies making somebody wait another day if they were already out and about to do something. Uh, it seems like you ought yeah. to be able to get that stuff in advance if they want you to stay in the house for a month or two. You know, you ought to be able to get that shit and get it taken care of and not deal with it. Right. So, you know, that's just that's that's just totally fucked up. That. I guess that's the end of the conspiracy. So I hear wait, rumors wait, that there's wait, really? a... Oh, huh? Yeah, I think that, that, that that's about, pretty good. What uh, about the 5G? 5G? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, does that have anything to do with the coronavirus? I thought so. I thought, I thought, I, I I thought did, the rumor... I did see something about that, that people were burning things down in England, but I, I, I haven't really read much on that. If you got something <laughs> to say about it. No, no I've, 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 tried, I've been trying to avoid it. It just seems like nonsense. Your, your cell phone's causing the coronavirus or related to the coronavirus. It just oh, seem my God. Yeah, yeah, I did read that. Now I think about it, yeah. All right. So, okay. So that's that's if that's the end of the conspiracy, theory, conspiracy theories, they do have a small rant. Maybe a conspiracy, but uh, I think there's a, a lot of uh, evidence for Trump and his Trump profiteering. So yeah, I think, yeah. So uh, so we you know, this is this is our uh, uh, the segment. This is the 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 soapbox slash uh, rant about the profiteering. So go for it. Here we go. Excellent. Okay. Here we go. Right. So um, we've all known for a while now that Trump has chosen to ignore um, the fact that the the China was having a pandemic or an epidemic and it was going to be spreading across the world, causing a worldwide pandemic. We know that. Um, and it's been pretty easy to call that just incompetence or arrogance or just lack of any kind of skill or just not or not being a good leader. However, let me um, throw a couple of things at you. So I've written a lot of this stuff down, so I'm going to be reading it. So it hopefully won't sound too wonky. So Pete Navarro, the, his financial advisor, had advised Trump of the danger of a looming epidemic. And this was reported by The New York Times uh, yesterday. Uh, the lack of, of and I'm quoting from a memo that Pete Navarro gave to Trump. The lack of immune protection or an existing cure or vaccine would leave Americans defenseless in case of a full-blown coronavirus outbreak on U.S. soil, Mr. Navarro's uh, memo said. Uh, This lack of protection elevates the risk of the coronavirus evolving into a full-blown pandemic, imperiling the lives of millions of Americans. And so in this, in the worst-case scenario that he cited in his memo, he was saying that up to half, more than half a million people would die. He even sent a second sent a second memo on the on the twenty third, and he warned of an increasing probability that a full blown COVID nineteen pandemic could affect as many as a hundred million Americans, with a loss of life of as many as one point two million people. Um, so and that that kind of reminds I, me of uh, uh, Bush being warned about nine eleven, you know, and they ended up making a ton of money off of fucking bombs. And shit like that. Possible. And oil. And very, I mean, that that that's that's very possible. But in this case, um, Trump knew about this. He he's claimed a lot of times, many many times, that nobody knew that it was a pandemic. When mm-hmm. he was he was warned. There's pretty there's several instances of him being warned by different people at different times about this. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's uh, push over to Jared Kushner for a second. Um, and this will all tie in. It'll make sense in a second. Mm-hmm. So Jared Kushner on April 2nd said, quote, the nation, the notion of the federal stockpile was that it's supposed to be our stockpile. It's not supposed to be the state stockpiles that they then use. Now, 
that sounds like uh, it's been attacked, it's been ridiculed, because it doesn't make sense that the federal government would just hold on to these materials, these supplies, and just hold on to them and just did whatever they wanted to do with them and not give them to the states. It's what that's for. In fact, if you looked at the Strategic National Stockpile website on the same day, on April 2nd, it would say that the purpose of that uh, stockpile is to serve as a lifeline when state, local, tribal, and territorial responders request federal assistance to support the response efforts. And now they changed it. And now it says that that stockpile serves as a lifeline when state, local, tribal, and territorial responders request federal assistance to support their response efforts as support. It's supposed mm -hmm. to be like a backup. Now, now that's what they're saying. So mm -hmm. why would these people say these things? Are they being inept? Are they being incompetent? Are they being arrogant? Truth is, it's a lot darker than that. Um, what's going on, and I have a, a whole article that I wanted to read, but I think it's going to take too long. So what I'm going to summarize it and to say this, that 80% yeah, of quote, the 80%, quote. yeah, quote. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll, quote a, I'll quote a couple of people, but up to 80% of the materials that are being brought in by FEMA, and so what I'm saying is FEMA is actually bringing in these supplies on you on FEMA airplanes on US chartered airplanes we're paying for these materials to be brought in and 80% of these materials are going into the private market and so what's happening now is, is what we talked about before is that now that now that these materials are in the private market there are US governors that are having to fight with each other outbid each other to try to get these materials now why is the US government doing that it doesn't make any sense right well mm -hmm what they're just what they're saying is that their models are saying that all right michigan you're requesting 4000 uh, ventilators well you don't need 4000 uh, ventilators our models show that you only need 1400 ventilators so that's what we're going to give you so what does that mean that the governors are having to go once they get their 1400 ventilators and still having to fulfill a need um they're going out to these uh companies and buying them at a much higher price well, yeah, that's the, you know, that's the cronyism that progressives and libertarians both agree is is awful, you know, because they're giving them to the companies to sell, you know, that they like and with the intention on making money with them. You know, if they're part of the government, they should just be given to them. They, they shouldn't yep. shouldn't be going through a third party. I mean, that's cronyism, you know, on steroids. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, exactly. that's cronyism. And, and, you know, that's that's again where, where we totally fucking agree on that. So let me quote um, the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker. He said, well, unfortunately, uh, we, as I said, we need 4,000 ventilators. And I spoke with the vice president earlier today. And when I said that and repeated that to him, he said, well, our models show that you need 1,400 ventilators. And now um, Governor Steve Bullock of Montana, he also said something similar where, and this is his quote, that everything that's brought, 80% of it, it is just dumped into the private market. So then governors are competing against each other at times that the federal government is trying to get supplies. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry, let me let, I messed up that quote. So then the governors are competing against one another at times the federal government. So they're competing against uh, each other and the federal government to try to get these supplies. So this is, it's, it's profiteering clearly. They're making, there's no reason to try to dump these into the, into the private sector. The only justification for dumping into the private sector is if they say that our models show that uh, Montana, that Illinois doesn't actually need 4,000 ventilators. We're going to give them their 1,400 ventilators and then 
Well, we'll give them to the private market for those people that need them. So who's controlling these models? They're making these models. Yeah, and who's and controlling it, these companies? It's their friends. It's Trump's friends. Yeah, cronies. Yeah, that that that's one thing where we would say also that's why you know we as libertarians don't like the government because the government will control those things and say that this you know this is our model of this and that and this is what you know that's why we don't like that they they control production of it and things like that because you know government will always shortchange it and fail. I mean, I, I just think government's going to fail. So go on. Okay, and um, so here's where I get con conspiratorial, where I'm going to say that um, it would not surprise me, and I know there's already rumblings about this, that Trump has a stake, or a huge stake, or, or his family does, in um, hydroxychloroquine. I'm glad you had to pronounce that, that not me. <laughs> He's, he's touted it time and time and time again, even though it hasn't been shown to work. Even though his, even though Fauci has said several times that uh, there's just not enough evidence to show that it actually works. Even though mm -hmm. there's evidence now to show that its use has limited um, um, results. And there's also a lot of risks involved. He tells people, what do you have to lose? What do you have to, what do you have to lose? It can cause arrhythmia. And if you don't know how to use it, if you're taking it on your own because the president said that you should do it, why do you have to lose? You're going to die. It's going to hurt your heart. It's, it's, it's fucking mm. ridiculous. So um, I'm, maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I, I think that in the next coming months, maybe even a year from now, we'll hear that Trump actually did have a stake in one of these companies. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if there's already um, one of my friends proof. posted something that he does, and I saw an article yesterday. There you that go. Michael Cohen had had spoken to one of the manufacturers of that. it a long time ago. Yeah, so I, I haven't, I I haven't fact checked gonna, them, but I saw them. So I have I, seen those out there. I saw that. We'll throw those I, in there. Yeah, I, I saw I saw those, and right now I think they're a little thin. Personally, it's not, it's not like hard proof of of, uh -huh. of Trump. Jumping on this right away and trying to buy as much uh, um, hydroxychloroquine as possible. Yeah. Um, but this kind of corruption is is terrible. It's fucked up. There are thousands of people that are dying, and Trump is using this opportunity. I'm saying what I'm saying is that Trump is using this opportunity to have a pandemic, to make this pandemic work for him and work mm. for his friends. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Yep. All right. Stranger things have happened. Just like you know. The Bushes made the war work for them too, you know, Halliburton and all that. So it would yeah, not fuck, be fuck, it would them. it would not fuck be a stretch Trump. of the imagination, would it? Right. Hey, how we how and we how we do it on time? Oh, we we are at thirty one minutes. All right, cool. So we should probably wrap that up. Where is? Did Let's you have more? It. No, that's it. Fuck Trump. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, well, we uh, that's our uh, jot down uh, conspiracy road. So. Hope you all enjoyed it and tune in to us next time. Take care. Yep. Peace.